I went to this event and I sat at the back like this with my arms folded. I was very skeptical. I thought, oh, this is probably another one of these, you know, guys who's a shyster and it's all. But then, but then he started talking about hypnotherapy and then he got my attention. And I realized that he understood that you had to change the patterns in the subconscious, the blueprints right. that you were conditioned with they say that life is full of opportunities right so why are so many of us dreading getting out of bed to face another day i know what that's like my life was full of conflict stress failure and fear when i got cancer for the second time my choice was simple change or die Today, I love waking up. I love my life. I love owning my own business that is helping people learn and grow. So how do you unlock that kind of transformation in your life? Let's discover the answers together as we hear from ordinary people like you and me and their extraordinary success stories. My name is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Welcome, everyone. I am so excited to have our guest here today to share with us a little bit about her money issues and some things that she dealt with along the way. She actually figured out some things and has created a, an amazing program that helps to shift that money mindset. And I really love this because so many of us are dealing with money situations and things that we don't even realize are there. And it's really amazing to be able to get dive deep into those situations and be able to find them and pull them out and ship them. So I know that um, Pragito is who I have here today. Her name is Pragito Dove. And she's going to share with us a little bit about her story and Pragito, tell us what did you go through and how did you figure out this cool system that you have to be able to help people now? Well, it started in my childhood, of course. I was born in London, England. And I mean, I didn't realize this at the time, but I realized it looking back that both my parents had this poverty consciousness, my mother far worse than my father that there wasn't enough. So that there wasn't enough money, there wasn't enough love, there wasn't enough of anything. And I, like, for example, I can remember what I wanted to do ballet because I love dance. And I was like, well, you can do one class a week, that's enough. And I wanted to go to the Royal Ballet Dance School, which was a ballet school. And well, what, what do you want to do that for? You know, I was told that that's not going to get you anywhere. You know, I also wanted to be a hairstylist and I was told that's not a good job to have. So I, I, I found that my dreams and my desires were always put down because that's not something you, you want to be doing. And one ballet class and not, uh, one ballet class a week is enough. And it was always, 
that you can do one of those and you, it's either or you can either have this or that everything was very limited mm. and and the funny thing is and the, the truth of it was we did have money because my dad had a good job he he got a regular income and we had my parents had a mortgage on their house and we always had food and clothes and everything but what I learned, it was my mother really, she just had this incredible fear and paranoia about running out of money. So I picked that up. That's, that's what I learned. I learned there isn't enough. And that, that phrase, I can't afford it, or we can't afford it, or you, you know, that's too much. You can't have that, it's too much. And all these kind of phrases. So, that's how I was conditioned about money. And also in England at the time, one stayed in one station. You know, we were like middle class and you didn't want to be lower class and you didn't want to mix with lower class people either. And you didn't want to be upper class either a mix with those kind of people who had a lot of money because probably it was ill-gotten gains and things like that. You just kind of stayed in your box, you know? So, so I did stay in my box for, uh, for a long time, but then I started to get very, very frustrated with it. Because so you were kind of wanting to move ahead and yet you weren't able to, is that kind of yes? What because hearing? I mm -hmm. what happened with the money was I kept hitting this ceiling, like I'd get to a certain place and then I'd go round on this credit card revolving thing. I did end up filing bankruptcy at one point and found out there is life after bankruptcy. I'm still here, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I guess I had to go through that lesson. But it was this whole thing with, with the credit cards. And yet you know, I was getting just more and more frustrated. And I can remember one day I was in my living room and I just started shouting out loud. <laughs> I'm sick of this thing. I want to go to Venice. I want to go to Paris. I want to have, you know, all these things. And I guess I was asking for help. Because so what like asking the universe or God or whoever it is. Yeah, whoever is out there. Yeah. Uh -huh. Because because what I noticed was other people had money, you know. So if other people have money, why can't I have money? I had got that far in my thinking and realizing, and I'd had a few coaches, but none of them were really able to help me enough until I, uh, the coach I had, she sent me an email about a guy who was doing this big free event about your millionaire mindset. And I listened to him and I thought, I listened to him on, a, on an audio and I thought, you know what, I'm gonna go to this. I'm gonna go to this thing and it was free, you know. And I was very skeptical because by this time I had done my hypnotherapy training. I'm trained in meditation and in hypnotherapy. Mm -hmm. And I knew from my hypnotherapy training that you have to go to the subconscious to change the old patterns, to change the blueprints, which I knew I had. 
um, in order to be free of them and have a different perspective and have a different way of life. Mm -hmm. And I went to this event and I sat at the back like this with my arms folded. I was very skeptical. I thought, oh, this is probably another one of these, you know, guys who's a shyster and it's all. But then, but then he started talking about hypnotherapy and then he got my attention. And I realized that he understood that you had to change the patterns in the subconscious, the blueprints right. that you were conditioned with or doesn't matter if you got an MBA from Harvard or you went to all kinds of fancy schools, you're never going to get anywhere if those blueprints are still set at poverty consciousness, which I knew mine were. So then I started to really like this guy better and I ended up signing up with him because he was a multimillionaire and I wanted to, I wanted to work with somebody who was who was where I wanted to be, mm -hmm. you know, who, who'd already got there. And so anyway, that worked. <laughs> awesome. So what did he do in this training for you? Well, you know, it's interesting, but I think perhaps the most important thing I did was sign up because it was a lot of money mm. to me at the time. Mm -hmm. but I was, I was very sure that he was the right person. So I just put the money down on my credit card, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and it sort of went for it, you know, now my mind did come in with, Oh my God, what have you done? And I told two, I told two people and they freaked out. So I decided not to tell anybody else because my mind was doing enough, you know, right. antics freaking out. But I think the very act of signing up, of spending that much money on myself, of showing myself that I was worth spending all that money on to study with the right person to get me where I wanted to be, that was, that was just a huge part of it. And I see that now with my clients. It's when they decide to sign up, it's almost like half the work is already done mm -hmm. because you've made this big statement to yourself and the universe, I want this and this is how much I want it. I'm willing to spend all this money. I'm willing to do the work to get where I want to go. So, that worked. And basically what he helped me do was um, put my work in packages and trainings, showed me that I could do. So I do meditation trainings and I do my hypnotherapy and coaching in packages because back in the day I would just do one session and hope the person would, you know, want to do another session. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know if you remember those days, but you know, that's, that's not a very fulfilling way to run a business. So he showed me how to package up my expertise. Mm -hmm. And I think that was really this on the, from the business point of view, the solution for me to realize that I could charge a lot for what I do 
because I get these great results and I have, you know, I have a lot of experience and I have a lot of training Mm -hmm. and perhaps most of all my own journey through it, you know, because I, I remember exactly how I got here. I haven't forgotten. And so with clients, I can, I can have the compassion for where they are and the understanding for where they are and take them through. So it's really the hypnotherapy that helps with changing the patterns in the subconscious. And there might, there might be emotional healing to do and changing beliefs in the mind. Mm -hmm. Um, It, it, it might be manifesting in the body. So then we can do healing for the body as well. I love that. Uh, You know, I, I actually, also work in a lot of those same aspects and and i so i totally understand where you're coming from it it really does come deep within Mm -hmm. to find those emotions those situations like you said that where the that uh, memory is locked up and we you know being able to find it and then bring it out and then heal it And so I really love that. So you've created this blueprint that you have that is available for like, is it part of your course or how do they get something like that? Well, um, for that, that work is they, they can buy a hypnotherapy coaching package Mm -hmm. and I have six month or 12 month packages because it takes time for for the subconscious to integrate you can't just go steamrolling through in a nanosecond and also you know we're working with people's emotions so there could be some sadness about something that they'd forgotten about but the sadness is still there Mm -hmm. it could be there's anger there so that needs to be expressed and this is where i bring in the expressive meditation techniques this is my new book by the way it's called lunchtime enlightenment expressive meditations what is it for manifesting peace prosperity and passion Mm -hmm. and it just came out a couple of weeks ago and went to number one on amazon so i was really pleased with that so i use these expressive meditations as a as an adjunct to help people if they have Uh, emotions that need to come out i mean i work with them personally on that but also they can work themselves which helps things go a bit faster Um, so they have a lot of techniques which are in in this book um which they can work on concurrently as we're doing the personal work Mm -hmm. wonderful so you get down deep into that subconscious you shift it and then you're able to then help them to manifest their financial yeah. abundance that they're wanting in their business and their life and, and that kind of thing. Yes. And, and really every level of abundance, because we also cover love and relationships mm-hmm. and also actually health and fitness. Um, now I always have to say, look, I'm not a medical doctor. And so you have to continue with any, anything you've been prescribed by a medical doctor, but with the hypnotherapy, one thing we can do is like, let's say you have um, a pain in your elbow. So we can take a journey 
into the into your elbow mm -hmm. and we can ask it what 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 are you sad about what is the pain about what is your message for you know whoever i'm working with and it's pretty amazing what can get released mm -hmm. because often when we have these old wounds if we don't get them healed and expressed out of the body mind they they sit there and then the body reaches a point where it can't it can't manage all this stuff anymore it's a bit like a shock absorber on a car you know it it wears out mm -hmm. <laughs> and and the body it absorbs all our shocks and all our tensions and emotional turmoil it absorbs absorbs it all for us but it reaches a point where it can't do it anymore it kind of gets to overflowing and that's where we get pain and disease in the body so the body's saying to us look i can't do this anymore <laughs> can you please do some healing work on your elbow or your shoulder or whatever it is wherever it's manifesting Mm -hmm. And there's always a profound message for the person. And I've, you know, I've done this on myself. I've had it done on myself too, because I used to have a recurring back pain and we got to the bottom of why I kept creating that. Perfect. So yeah. I love this. And, you know, energy and emotions do get stuck and our bodies tell us, don't they? Yeah, they do. What is wrong if we yeah. listen to our body? and i think that's the biggest message that that i try to get out to people just listen to your body if it's telling you one thing it's usually there's a reason yes so you know being able to listen to that and then then being able to do the the steps to be able to shift it so how can someone get a hold of you now i know you have a freebie for them um do you want to share with us what that is yes so um, this is on my website, discovermeditation.com. And um, if they want to sign up for my free newsletter, which is the Laughing Buddhas Network newsletter, okay. uh, they get a, a free audio meditation for manifesting. Oh, which, nice. Yes, which I take them through a process and they get a free ebook which has 30 daily meditations on it wonderful that sounds amazing and then i know that they can get your book at amazon if they yeah. are wanting to purchase your book as well can you tell us again what the name of the book is yeah it's lunchtime enlightenment lunchtime enlightenment expressing meditation and manifesting peace prosperity and passion I love that. I really appreciate you spending some time with us today, sharing with us about your book and about your meditations and how you, you know, others can get this blueprint to be able to help them to get past their financial blocks is what I call them. So um, thank you again for being here, sharing your story and you know we all go through things and it's not always easy but if we could use that to help yeah. ourselves and then help others what a beautiful thing that is and so is. i just really appreciate you and 
uh, taking the time to be able to put together such a wonderful program. So thank you. Well, you're welcome. And thank you for having me on your show. You are very welcome. This is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow.